a tool for this, a tool for that. And at the end of the day, you're having to log on to multiple different platforms in order to just get something done. And not only that, but these subscriptions for all these different platforms, they add up. And you absolutely need to have all of these tools because you have to keep your business running. But don't you wish you could just cut out on that overhead? Here at Green Business Impact, our mission is not only to spread the message of ecopreneurs out there that are doing great work to fight against climate change, but it's also to help those entrepreneurs grow, to give you the training and also to provide knowledge of different tools out there that you can use to help your business grow. And today I have a special guest on with me. Her name is Jenna Zhang, and she is a co-founder of StathNet, a flat rate workflow management software that helps you manage and grow your business all in one place. They have included all sorts of tools into the software, including scheduling, task management, team messaging, a CRM, and even more. So make sure you listen to the entire interview to see how you can use StaffNet to take your green business to the next level. You're here for another dose of climate positivity on the Green Business Impact Podcast. Here we highlight the amazing work of green businesses from around the world that are fighting against climate change. If you are ready to be inspired to take action, ready to hear some amazing examples of how we are working to fight the climate crisis, then stay tuned because this week's episode will be the perfect hit of climate positivity. And what kind of led you to come up with StaffNet? Yeah, so it was born out of necessity. I was struggling as a small business. I own a cleaning business as well. And we started that back in 2018. And I just didn't have the budget to be able to afford all of these platforms that I needed to essentially move my business forward. So that would be inventory tracking, CRM, like I mentioned, client follow-ups, team messaging, employee scheduling, all this stuff that I was acting as the middleman in between. And so with a lot of overhead, I just didn't have a budget to pay for all these subscriptions. Couldn't find one software that hit the sweet spot for my budget and also with all the features that I needed as well. So basically I went to go create with my co-founder, create and develop what is StaffNet. And we found these amazing developers locally and they put together a wireframe, which is like a template of what we'd be looking for a portal and a software. And basically that's how how StaffNet was born, but initially it actually was a software just for our business at the time. We weren't looking to necessarily market it. And like an aha moment, I decided to see, hey, can I market this? So we decided to run a beta test to make sure the market wasn't too saturated, if we could have a unique selling point and be able to be of service to people within our community for small to mean businesses. And it turned out to be a hit. Beta test went really well. So then that was a go for the launch and that's how StaffNet came to be. That's great. And what was that? unique selling point that you use to get into the market? Yeah. So we're the first flat rate scheduling app. So I say scheduling app because that is like our most, I want to say important feature, but the feature that people enjoy the most, and that's because it automates their day. It's really clear in terms of communication with their employees, job reporting. So very much catered to remote teams, deskless teams, being able to have your job with you wherever you go, but as the admin owner, whatever, of your account on StaffNet, you can be in like several places at once. 
So with that, we were able to basically have that as leading the forefront for our software. That's great. So as an individual, you can also use that scheduling software for yourself too. So as a business owner, even if you don't have a bunch of employees that you're having to manage, you can also use it just for yourself and planning, oh, I need to be with this client or I need to be with that client or I need to be at this site that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So you bring up another unique selling point is we offer a freemium account. So with a lot of other, I guess, just subscriptions or competition on the market, they offer a freemium with one account only you basically, and then you have limited access to the features with us. We have, we want to be of service to our community. We are a business. We do want to make money and stuff like that, but we also want to make sure that we're helping out the little guy too. Cause that's why I created StaffNet. So with the freemium account, we give one to four users free access. So if you're a team of four or less, you basically have access to the freemium account and you have access to all of the features. And so basically that's another unique selling point as well for us. That's really awesome. And what other points of your software does it include and why did you include those different pieces? Yeah. So initially we clawed back the features a little bit for the freemium account because I thought that's what you're supposed to do, right? To like entice somebody to level up and buy the bigger package. Then as we were growing and we were getting some feedback, it just didn't necessarily feel right to hold back the CRM, for example, because if you're a small business getting started, of course you need a CRM. Why would we force you go elsewhere to pay for a subscription or force you into a subscription with us to have the CRM, right? So client management relationship tool. And so with that, you're able to create automations in tracking your clients, making sure no lead is left unturned. You can set reminders. So you never forget to call somebody or when somebody's buying window is. So everything is under one hub to make it a lot less stressful, way more organized and automated, like I mentioned. So some of the features that we didn't include before were the CRM. The inventory is huge for any business that has any kind of product at the end of the day. It's a lot of overhead. You need to keep track of that. And the project management wasn't included. Then we decided to add it and the feedback we got was just phenomenal. People were so excited that they finally had access to these real pivotal tools in building and growing and scaling their business. So that was definitely a learning lesson for me, not necessarily to follow the crowd and what's supposed to be done and going our own way. Definitely. Just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. It can be something that is unique to your business like you you saw, which is re- really great. And how did you, when you were going through and building StaffNet for your own business, what made you decide on those specific features? Were you already paying for each of those subscriptions and then we're like, okay, this is, oh, I'm just going to bring it all together in one place. Or did you decide to add any in afterwards? Yeah. So it's pretty much like my perfect app and software. So yeah, all the different platforms that I was using just pretty much in one, we didn't reinvent the wheel. There's software scheduling up there. There's CRMs, there's inventory tracking, but a lot of different subscriptions charge more for it. And it's not a flat rate. So for me, I was just like, okay, well, I need to make sure that I'm providing the best bang for somebody's buck and then adding all of the value within it. So I added everything that I would love to see in it, because like I said, initially 
it wasn't meant to be for market. It was just for me. So it was just like, it came from the heart and it wasn't coming from a source of, okay, I want to make money. I want to make sure like this works for my business. And my business was the ultimate beta test because we put it through every kind of possible scenario overall. And it's in terms of features, I'd say the only one that we've really added on to is making the inventory a lot more extensive. And that's just based on the needs of other businesses, because sometimes you need to have like a manifest list, for example, or be able to automate job reports through that as well. Let's touch on what was your previous business before this? I, I know we mentioned it several times and said your first business that you were using StaffNet for. So what was that? And what was that turning point in your previous business that you were like, oh, I need StaffNet? So it's a cleaning business. And we started that in 2018. The turning point was really in 2019 when we had hit a head where our business is growing very quickly. We have lots of employees. We have lots of contracts. But the cash flow is very inconsistent. So we had some vendors that would pay us every 90 days or every 30 days. And to be able to manage this budget was nearly impossible for little old me at that time, because I was the one that was wearing that hat and running the admin side of things, because truthfully, I didn't really trust anybody else to do at the time. It was my baby. That was my business. And I just needed something that was very budget friendly because while I was paying for all these subscriptions, I think in total, it mounted to over $500 a month for all the subscriptions to be able to manage my business, which is really costly. So when we set out to make our perfect software, obviously it was very costly to develop and whatnot, but in the long run, it outweighs the cost. And why we came in at such a competitive price point for StaffNet was because I wanted to make sure we were alleviating the pain point for so many people that I was personally facing in the market back when I first got started. Definitely. And do you see a conversion? Have you tracked your conversion rate from free to like coming into premium accounts based on how long they've been with you and saying like, oh, they started using then their business exploded and that's why they started needing the subscription. So we've had, I'd say at least a quarter of our freemiums have converted over to a paying subscription. And that's just because they've grown and it's beautiful to see at the end of the day. And we have more freemium accounts than paid accounts as it is right now, because we're in such a market where people are inspired to start their new business and they're usually a solopreneur. And so it's beautiful to see that evolution of the business and our community within StaffNet is really unique and cool because everybody's so engaging and they're just in a phase of wanting to learn about all of the things business, especially in the beginning of their business, when you're an entrepreneur, I'm sure you face this as well. You wear all of the hats at some point, right? Yeah. The people from the freemium accounts definitely do convert over. I'd say about a quarter have so far been able to grow and evolve. And it's been really fun to see that evolution and chatting with people and seeing how that's happened. Yeah, that's really awesome. And how long has StaffNet been around? So we officially launched in October of last year. So 2021. And and the beta test started early 2021. So we went through a beta test for roughly nine to 10 months. So it was technically live at that point. People could log on or set up an account, but we did that for people who we targeted for beta testing at that point. Gotcha. And so 
How long have your clients who are using either the freemium or the subscription accounts, how long have you been working with them? So all of our beta testers are still with us, which is really good. So that was like, obviously a very good crucial point for us to understand what we're doing. It's something great. We're providing a great service, right? So yeah, all of our beta testers are on. Our retention rate is pretty great so far. The feedback that we've gotten since I'm very much still on the ground with the business, we are a bootstrap self-funded business. I I'm very much on the forefront of taking any kind of feedback, any notes from people to be able to just basically tinker with the business a little bit and make it cater to our community, essentially our customers, right? Because those are the people who have the most valuable feedback. I can look at it and be like, yeah, this should change. This should change. But the people using it day in and day out, not that I'm not, but they're using it for different reasons and have different lens of perspective to see different things. Yeah, definitely. Listening to your audience as a business owner is huge. If you can get feedback from them in any way, that can make or break your business, honestly. So you're able to get that feedback and hear what they're saying, especially because they have different businesses. Not all of them have cleaning businesses. So they're going to need different features from what you needed. And different things added on. Being able to hear what they have to say is always super important. So that's really good that you're able to do that. And what are your plans for the rest of 2022 for StaffNet? So right now it's obviously trying to make the system better, make it work quicker, faster, all that kind of stuff, any kind of bugs that pop up. But something that's happened organically, like a happy accident as of late is, so we've been focusing on organic marketing. We do a lot of SEO through our blogs and our website and all that, posting on different platforms platforms like Medium and LinkedIn as well too. Through that, we write these blogs and then the blogs, I link back to our newsletter. And so people subscribe to our newsletter and we have quite a few people who aren't necessarily paying clients. They're just people who subscribe to the blog. And so that's, we send out weekly emails from that at the bottom. I just happened to one day because I saw it in an email and I really liked it. If you have any questions, just hit reply and I'll be the one responding to you. And so that's what I said. Just let me know if you really like the content or any questions, all that stuff. And people started replying to my surprise actually. And so I woke up one day with all these emails in my inbox after a newsletter was sent out. And I was so excited. I was like, this is so cool. So I started these conversations with these fellow entrepreneurs. And like I said, some of them are not even clients. Majority weren't even clients. They were just subscribers. And they had questions about the blog. So the blog is essentially tips and tricks for business success habits or content marketing, just all these types of things that just come from my mind. And I just put into paper and the different strategies I personally execute in my own business. And so, yeah, through having these conversations, I started doing like these mini consultations, if you will, hopping on a quick coffee break with them for 15 minutes to just chat about business, share my business struggles with them, let them know that they're not alone. There's some people who have imposter syndrome. They're thinking about an idea getting started. So just having these real human conversations and I've been doing it totally free at this point. And I want to continue for it to be free and it's wherever I can fit into my day. But that's where it's evolving to right now. It's just being of service to the community. And it's been a really cool, interesting journey. It's like a happy accident that it started happening. And it's happening more and more that I'm having these chats with really cool people to connect with. Yeah, that's really awesome. We all face in business so many of similar issues. Things are coming up about how you keep people on payroll or how you get started or what does it mean to have a blog or how do you post on social media? What is effective? Which social media site is effective? Like all of these questions that all come up for business owners who are just starting out or even business owners that have been around a while and just 
haven't been able to keep in touch because they're super busy with other parts of their business. So we have these similar issues, but sometimes we get so siloed because of the fact that we're just trying to focus on the business and make sure we meet deadlines and all sorts of stuff. So it's always really nice to be able to connect with one another and be able to say, oh, I'm going through that too. This is what I did. <laughs> this is what I've done in the past. So that's really cool that you're able to do that. Yeah. You struck yeah. a chord there with me. It's sometimes it's easier to connect with people that you don't really know either, because it's so hard to ask for help from people that are close to us. Cause we maybe don't want to let them know that we're struggling or we're very vulnerable in our business. And we want to put on this facade that like I'm running this business and everything is good. It's hunky dory, but connecting with people through LinkedIn or through this platform, through our own platform, it's been really cool because we're having some very real human conversations where you suddenly don't feel so alone because like you said, when you're in it, you feel like it's only you it's happening to you get in that mentality. And when you hear somebody else has struggled the exact same thing, and it's the stranger from a different perspective, that sense of comfort that you're not totally alone. And you almost feel a little bit more comfort, like just divulging a little bit more information. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes it's interesting. I was talking to a coach recently who he said that he was in a program, a mastermind program where they separated them into groups based on their income level. So it was really amazing for him being in those sections because most of the masterminds that he'd been in before or other groups he'd been in before, they normally separate you based on, oh, these are all the people in marketing or these are the, all the people in doing some type of restaurant business or something like that. But they decided to do it based on income level. And he was very surprised because he was with like this pizza franchise owner and he was a real estate guy and doing a bunch of real estate investments. And he found that they were facing very similar issues and very similar topics because of the level that they were at, because they had assistants that they had hired and trying to deal with that situation of, okay, I've got a personal assistant now who is answering my emails and doing social media or stuff like that. And so they were having to work through those problems and found it very enlightening, especially because in different fields, when you get a person from another industry, they might be doing something completely different in their industry. It's commonplace, but in your industry, nobody does it. So if you can take something from their industry and bring it into yours, it can be explosive for your business just because nobody else does that. But in that other industry, everybody was doing it. So it can be so crazy for that. Yeah, absolutely. Beautifully said. And so I know you have one of those blog posts that you mentioned on there. I read through it about how you can do organic marketing. So I really like that post. And mm -hmm. you talked about coming onto podcasts and going through a bunch of other methods. Can you, if you remember them all, <laughs> can you give us a summary of that? of all those places that you use for your organic marketing? Yeah, sure. I should remember them all. I wrote it. But so yeah, there's, so there's guesting on a podcast. There's so many out there. It's a really cool market nowadays, especially while there's a lot of TV, I find a lot more people are going for the podcast nowadays because, you know, people are getting outdoors, going for a walk in the middle of working, listening to a podcast. So it's a really great way to get exposure for your brand, but also to be a thought leader. Our 
one responsibility in life, I think, is to share knowledge. And if you can hop on and share a nugget of knowledge with somebody and it's that aha moment for them and it sparks something in their business or development in their life, you're doing your part. So definitely guessing on a podcast is one. There's guest posting on any publication, really. It's really cool. You basically can write a guest pitch to whatever you write, like wherever you show up or your people show up essentially is where you want to go. So if you go to Business Insider and you're frequently reading, you can find their editor and you can actually just email them and just say, hey, I have a pitch idea for this. You don't have to necessarily write the post at all. Just write the key points that you'd want to write with. Again, it's just a quick little pitch and send it off to them and see if they like it. And so that's what I've been doing and it's been really fun. So I've had a few publications so far and it's really exciting, honestly, because you get that email where they're like, yeah, we've accepted your publication. Please send us the draft. And it's just, it's almost this rock star moment, right? Yeah. I believe in like really celebrating the little things and To me, it's not little, it's like really exciting. It's a big deal. So yeah, definitely doing that is really helpful. Posting on different platforms, like I mentioned, Medium, there's 3430 and all stuff like that. That's a great spot to show up. Your blog posts as well, organic marketing, just putting your voice out there. Not everybody feels like a writer, but, or they might get, they feel like they have writer's block. We never hear about people getting talker's block. We all have something to say. (laughs) For me, at least I have like several ideas in a day and I'm writing like notes on my phone constantly like a mad woman. So if you have some ideas to put out there and you want to share your business with the world, SEO is a really good one, which is search engine optimization. So searching for keywords that are relevant to your niche and being able to show on the first page of Google, because if you want to grow your online business, especially in 2022, you want to build the know, like trust with Google and make sure that Google just basically ranks you as high as you can. So if you could get your blog post in the first top three on the first page, you're golden. It's it's amazing what you can do after that. There's endorsements. So if you want to connect with somebody who you really engage with, you're inspired by, you can see if they're willing to endorse your product where you can give them a promotional access for free, or you can give them products for free if that's what you do. And they just go on, they endorse it. And generally those can be paid, but they can be not paid as well, as long as you're providing something as a gift in lieu. So those are the main ways that I would recommend organic marketing. And you don't have to spend a dollar, honestly, doing these, a lot of these. Yeah, definitely. They all take a little bit of work, but it's definitely worth it. And there's so many different ways of doing it, of doing organic marketing that it doesn't, if you don't like one form, you don't have to say, okay, I have to do that because Jenna said it. It's like, you can find another form of marketing that fits your style. For me, I'm not the biggest writer in the world. I don't enjoy it. It takes me forever, but I love putting together a podcast. I love putting together a YouTube video. And so that's what I do. Those are my forms of organic marketing. And that's how I get out there. And that's how I connect with other thought leaders out there is being able to go onto YouTube and go on my podcast. And one of the things that I heard from another podcasting coach was saying that a lot of people are always so big about the following of a podcast or something else. And honestly, I don't consider the following at all. It's based on you can create such a great relationship with the host. You can create a great relationship with any guest you have on the show. And then you have anybody else that they've had on their guest list. You can easily reach out to them and say, hey, I was on Billy's show too. We should definitely connect. And immediately you've got no like trust. You've already hit like several 
ways above that. So if they're a potential client of yours and potential prospect, it's huge for you. You can you immediately get up on the ladder for them. So that's a really a great way for marketing as well. So I love that technique. And I love all of your organic marketing techniques. They're, they're great for yeah. sure. And so as we finish up here, let me ask three more questions. So the first one, what are you currently learning right now? I'm always learning with marketing because it's all trends and psychology and what people are going for. So it's a lot of peaks and valleys with that. So constantly learning about marketing, which in turn is like search engine optimization. So that's like my thing that I definitely enjoy. And for me right now, I just started a course on affiliate marketing. So that's a cool little, I had a little side hobby that I'm going to start doing now. So yeah, those are the two main things. Yeah, definitely. Affiliate marketing is always really good if you're doing SEO already. And if you're creating those blog posts and you can put in links for being able to get affiliates there. It's always very great. I want to share the tools that I've found of value. So I don't become an affiliate of something that I've never used before. Definitely. The knowledge, like this has leveled up my game in terms of business or created efficiencies in my day. So this is what I recommend to you. And I generally try and opt for something that's free. Like for example, there's Canva out there. So you can be- I love Canva. I use Canva all the time. <laughs> It's amazing. So you can become a graphic artist overnight. You can make anything for your business look super professional nowadays with a few clicks and they have so many templates and stuff like that. So that's what I recommend to a lot of people. So like platforms like that, where I like to share that exposure and just say, Hey, this has worked for me. Give it a go. Because sometimes when you're getting started, you're so inundated with all of the information. It's too much. Like you can't process everything. Right. So at least, at least with our platform, I'm trying to create a hub where it's one-stop shop where you can find information for startups. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And what is one tip that you would give for ecopreneurs in the audience or any entrepreneurs listening in? What is one tip you would give them for growing their green business? Wherever you have fun, the money grows. So essentially just have fun with it, right? If you're so focused on the business, it's almost like I'm going to do an analogy to dating. If you're trying to find your significant other, you're going out on dating apps and you're like, I'm going to find the person. You're going to bars on purpose you're generally not going to find the person because you're trying too hard. And same thing with business. I found with the cleaning business, when we were trying so hard, I'm not saying not to try and work hard, but when you're just like money, 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 that generally doesn't work out so well. For sure, some people, there's anomalies and stuff like that. But if you go out and you have fun with it, you find your passion, you're actually doing something that you love and you're not just going into business because, oh, this is going to be lucrative, the money will follow you. And so that's what I've found in business, not just focusing so solely on the revenue and the bottom line. It's having fun with my clients, being able to enjoy my job day in and day out. The money just naturally comes. And so just let the universe do its thing and you just keep on moving forward. Yeah, that's so right. I love that. And if somebody is interested in reaching out to you, getting in touch with you, what is the best way to follow StaffNet or being able to understand how they can find out more about you. Yeah, of course. So we're at staffnet.ca. So that's where the blog is. You can subscribe there. And then I also hang out quite a bit on LinkedIn. So on LinkedIn, we're StaffNet Scheduling and then my name, so Jenna Zhang. And I can be found there or Instagram as well too. Great. Well, I'll include all of your information in the description and the show notes. So it'll be there for everybody to see. And thank you so much for jumping on the call. And I look forward to stay in touch and hopefully be able to bring you back on the show another time. And you'll tell us all about all of your new features that you've added in and 
great stuff that's been happening. So can't wait to see you next time. Thank you. Appreciate it. And if you enjoyed hearing about how StaffNet can help your green business grow by housing all of your needs in one management tool, then I invite you to check out the link below. And if you're a small business owner, you can start using and playing around with all the tools, everything to get access to all the management tools for free. And if you are a business with larger than four employees, then you get to have a taste of StaffNet by joining in on their free 14-day trial. So give StaffNet a test run and try it out for a free 14-day period and see how it can transform your business. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Green Business Impact Podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing your weekly dose of climate positivity. In a world that constantly inundates you with the negative things happening, it can be great to take a break and hear some great things happening in the world. Make sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app to stay up to date with the latest and best interviews of the top minds in the green industries. And if you are interested in taking your green business to the next level, consider checking out our Business Creativity Mastermind linked in the show notes below to harness the power of creativity and innovation to 10x your business. Thanks again, and we can't wait to see you back here next time for another hit of Climate Positivity.